This is the Copper Crab Podcast. I am Cheney Crab. I am Naveen Copperweiss, your host. <laughs> if you would like to grab Copper Crab merch, check it out at coppercrab.bigcartel.com. We've got cups and t-shirts and all kinds of fun stuff over there. If you want to grab Entheos merch, that's the band that we are in. Go to entheosofficial.bigcartel.com. If you guys use the code ABSOLUTE20, I think you have to use it in all caps, um, but I don't know. And you'll get 20% off anything in the band store this week in honor of, I guess, Black Friday. I don't know. We should have a Copper Crab code. Yeah, we'll do that too. We'll do that next week. Yeah. <laughs> just for um, the Copper Crab listeners. Yeah, just for the Copper Crab listeners. I'm kind of down with that idea, actually. Yeah, that's really good. Oh, oh, you mean for the band merch store? Just in general. Yeah, uh, that's a really good idea. If you And you only can get the code because you listen to the podcast. Because you listen to the podcast. Wow, look at you, Naveen. But that's the codes can't be idea. combined. You can't combine offers. No, you cannot. So You can't combine offers. Um, we've... We're a month out from Whitechapel's annual Christmas benefit show, which we are playing. It is in Knoxville, Tennessee at the Mill and Mine. It's the first show that our band will play in Tennessee since this became our home. So we're excited to do that. That's with Whitechapel, Orthodox, and the Guild. I believe Whitechapel told everyone today that they're filming some kind of thing at the show we're also filming some kind of thing we're doing a music video at the show so it'll be a night to remember i just realized that's horrifying what that we're playing a huge show and i haven't played a show in a long time yeah i know i i think after like two months of not playing a show Mm -hmm. you just revert to a person who has never played a show before yeah but remember i was thinking about that today too for some reason because it's a month out today that kind of affected me today. And I started thinking about how we haven't played a show in a while. I'm scared. But then I started thinking about that Portland show that we played That's on true. the arch on tech Trek, And it was our first show back since before the pandemic. And yeah. I, it felt like <coughs> what's the saying riding a bike. That doesn't really make sense. <laughs> Because you don't forget how to ride a bike. Oh yeah, I guess you don't forget how to <laughs> or ride. Or a unicycle. Could be a unicycle. That's true. So Yeah, I mean it that felt was, really awesome I and I thought that was one of our sickest sets on the tour. Dude, I was so nervous before that show. And that was our first show with Brian and Rob. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh, we should factor having Brian and Rob on here. Definitely. They'll be here. But we said in the Twitch that Chani and I are gonna have uh we've got some guests coming up. Yeah, we so do. if you want to know who those guests are and you want to participate in the, the program live, you can ask the guests questions live. You got to go join our Discord and yeah. you got to join our Twitch. Or if not, that's also cool and you can just listen on YouTube or yeah, wherever you listen. Just be that's an cool. innocent bystander who never gets to participate. Well. Yeah. It's all up to you, really. You know, the choice is yours. Doesn't matter. Chani and I, it, this will. is a labor of love for us. So we don't really. We're not really affected by any of that stuff. No, we just like doing it. Um, yeah. We've been doing it for three years at this point, which is insanity. I, know, that's wild. I can't believe that we have been doing a podcast for three years. We it's need to like, do one of those greatest hits episodes, you know, they do with like TV shows. Yeah. It's like, remember when we, uh, and you get all the, 
I actually listened to a podcast maybe last week or the week before where they did that. I would be down to do that, but that's so much work. Well, like that's what how... we have Harrison for. It's time for him to do some real work, actually. Yeah, put together that greatest yeah, hits episode. Have to put, the, put together the greatest hits, dude. There are some good ones. A lot, the, you know, we'd put the crash in there. We'd put yeah. maybe something from that. I kind of want to just go. Maybe we should episode. just go listen to like episode like seventy one. Yeah, and just see what's up with that one. I mean, we had a lot of guests at the beginning of the uh, podcast too. We did. You know, we had like Andrew Baird from Fallujah, Rob Miramonte, who was in Zenith, uh, Ant, That's the right. last vocalist of Fallujah. Who else did we have on? We like had Zach my Oren, Nick. Nick. That we was had, actually really uh, fun. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, when we moved into our house and started having guests on the podcast, it was like, um, it was just cool having those conversations with people. And I like doing it. So I think that also like, Doing them over Twitch, the way that we're shooting them now, it feels a little more comfortable than it yeah. did when the pandemic started and we started having to go on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. We have a better setup is what you're saying. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I feels really... a little more natural and the yeah. being on Discord is pretty cool. Exactly. I grew a distaste for doing Zoom interviews, Zoom podcasts, yeah. but... It feels different now. It's honestly, yeah, it's the quality is so good and the sound is fine where it's like it doesn't even matter. Yeah, Fuck totally. It. I mean, might as well do it. And, uh, you know, if people are getting tired of just hearing me and Chaney, then uh, <laughs> that's your, hear the joke of the night. That's what's great about doing the Twitch pre-show. You can warm up some jokes yeah it's like a comedy act yeah you can uh you can bring them throw on stuff the out there you yeah. throw stuff out there and you see if jake from scrap pile likes the joke and right. if so then you take it into the the performance we still haven't figured podcast. out a name for like the how howard stern has the whack pack yeah we have not we haven't figured out a name for our the lob squad yeah, we don't know. <laughs> the Lob Squad. Also, wait, I who's like in that. our whack pack? Oh, the Collar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> collar is in there. Collar. Yeah. <laughs> collar is up in the whack pack. Uh, Jake is Amber. What would be, yeah. What would be cool is if some people that know us were willing to call in. Well, remember when we called in, we called Jason Sukoff that one day. Yeah. Sure I was actually talking to Jason on FaceTime a couple days ago mm -hmm. and he was like, dude, your podcast is the only podcast that I'll do. Really? Yeah. We have exclusive access to Jason. That's right. Because he said that he got asked to do a podcast recently. I can't remember which one it was and that he was like, no, I'm not doing it. You know, it would actually be super sick and super badass of us to do is go down to Florida and do an interview with Jason. Because we probably won't be able to get him to Nashville. Dude, every time I talk to him, he's like, when are you guys coming down to hang out? Yeah, we should do that. I want to go that. hang out and use it to our benefit as a podcast. I know. I mean, well, it's obviously to our benefit hanging out with him, but because he's tight. Well, dude, I really want to take a trip down to Florida. We should just plan it. Yeah, that would drive be Drive awesome. on down. Sounds good. Another thing that could be cool is if there's anybody else on the way. Yeah. Uh, this did like occur to me um, when I was driving around the other day. Mm -hmm. I was like, we should do a little podcast tour. Yeah. Like, go to a few different places, interview a few people. 
We've talked about doing trip. that before. Now the van's built out, so we could actually do that. We've talked about doing it. We have talked about doing it. Way back in the day. There was actually a time, back. believe it or not, where Naveen and I were ready to sell all of our stuff and live in our van. Yeah, we were so going we to do it. it. We were we going to do it. it. With all the bull. And we were like coming up with ideas. We would, ha- we were thinking of doing the podcast on the road. And then we were like, you know, if we could have a house and do that, because California is so far away from yeah. everything that you'd almost have to like not have a house in order to travel the rest of the country. And it's expensive. And it's expensive. But from Tennessee, we're within driving distance from so many different places. That's right. That uh, it would be a lot easier to do now. Yeah, I never thought that we'd be able to like we drove to Houston. We drove to Detroit. Yeah. You know, we're driving to Des Moines this weekend. Yeah. Or tomorrow. Atlanta is four hours away. There are a lot of places that are really close to there. There's a lot of benefit to living in the center of the country. So, but yeah, since we're um, going to have, we've got a pretty good schedule of guests coming up. Yeah. For the we rest decided of the year. We're going to dedicate this episode to answering some questions, right? Yeah. There are a lot of questions in the discord a lot right of now. So uh, in there. yeah, we pretty much have guests lined up for the rest of the year. They're all listed in our Discord right now. If you guys want to go and sign up for it, we're going to leave a link in the description. So then you can not miss out when your favorite artist is on the podcast. Exactly. Because there are a lot of sick people coming up. We're going to get some sick. And we've got some more in the talks. So the the people who are listed are not. It's not everybody. Yeah. Those people are confirmed. Confirmed guests. Yeah. We're going to stop being lazy and get people on the podcast (laughs) is what we're saying in short. Yep. <clears throat> all right harrison what do we what do you got for us where there are first questions question. right there's all a lot right. apparently uh first one up is from lichen lord uh what are two genres that would work together well but you haven't heard of it's like meshing genres together okay what do you what do you think you know i always um think of trying to figure out how to do like indian music with metal and i think people have done it but to do it in a way that's not cheesy. Yeah. I think that could be cool mm-hmm. because the tonalities are sort of metal and then utilizing some some different instruments. Like I, don't know. I think uh, that would be cool. Like a sitar? Like a harmonium. Oh, okay. Which is not necessarily an Indian instrument. I mean, there is used. sitar metal. Yeah. But that's like over I would like to do it in a way in a non-overt. I part. like to make mesh things together where you don't notice. Yeah. So, I mean, I do that all the time. I get inspired by something that's way off, but I don't like to make it super obvious. Yeah. So if I was going to mix them together, you wouldn't know it. I'm trying to think. There are a lot of genres that just have been mixed together and things that are coming to my mind sort of have, but not necessarily in ways that I'm thinking of, I guess. Uh Hmm. I don't know. I will come back to that. I mean, I honestly think that's one of the things that's so cool about metal is it lends. You can mix almost anything with metal and it sounds really cool. I know. And that's what that is the context that I'm thinking of it in. And it's like so many things I'm thinking of actually have been done. Like has Igor done anything that's got Indian influence to it? I'm not like well. I don't know. I haven't heard it all. Or like Middle Eastern. Middle Mm -hmm. Eastern. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, one thing that's really cool about metal is you can 
literally take another genre and just play it on like metal guitar and put metal drums on it. Yeah. And now it's metal. Yeah. I mean, but, what genre hasn't been turned metal in some yeah. way? So, I mean, I do that stuff all the time. You know, it might be kind of jazzy sounding, right. but it's metal. Yeah. Or, uh, or doomy sounding, yeah. but it's <coughs> techie metal. You just kind of put it in that format. And I think that's what's really cool about it. I mean, another thing. Well, that's that, why I like operating in the metal under the me- metal umbrella. I mean, aside from that, I'm obviously a metal vocalist and my vocal lends itself to playing metal. I like operating in the metal the progressive metal umbrella because we can kind of do whatever we want. Yep. I agree. But I will say that when music is, when two genres are put together and it's like really obvious and it's not really like slick, it kind of loses me. It does for me too. Um, yeah, I, I need it to be done in like a well done way. Otherwise I don't, if it comes off as like too cheesy or it's just, I'm not going to be my obvious. Thing. Yeah, too it to obvious. obvious. That's yeah, it. For I don't sure. want it to be obvious. I want it to be like an Easter egg. Yeah, hidden. totally. And it's Easter coming up soon. So that's also, you know, what? a good little reference. Soon? Then everything is soon if Easter is soon. <laughs> that was a joke because it's Christmas kind of uh, Whatever. I didn't get that one. I don't know. That was over my head. Wasn't funny. I think the nearest holiday is Thanksgiving. See, that's a joke I should have worked out in the the Twitch pre-show. Yeah, Jake, I enjoyed it. Jake <laughs> did not approve. <laughs> no one, no one's gonna know who Jake's scrap pile is if they're not in the pre-show. That's true. What the hell? What if Jake just stopped coming to Twitch? That would bum me out. I'd be like, all right. I'd be bummed. I'd be suck. like, time to end the show. We blew it. Yeah, we, we blew would it. show up at a scrap pile show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What I'll show up at his house. <laughs> I can track his IP address from the Twitch, right? Probably not. I don't know how to even look up my own IP address. <laughs> Chani, you don't know what an IP address is. I, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know what one is. I don't. Isn't it your computer? It's your... It's, it's your, something to do with the in- internet provider address? Is that what it is? I think it's like your social security card, but for your computer. I don't know what it is. Straight up. Harrison, don't you know about... All right, Harrison, what is it? <laughs> it's basically like how you can tell where what networking traffic is coming from your computer. So your computer has its own IP address. You can change it, but that's what... Oh, you can you change your IP address? Whoa. Well, you can if you're Harrison. Yeah. But I can. Me, really I don't even know what, a, what my IP address is. No, I'm just okay. kidding. I can find that. <laughs> so it's more like a driver's license number. I'm just acting. Sure. All right. You know what's fucked up? I've ha- I've had the same driver's license number since I was 15 because it, it was on my permit. So I memorized it, knew it by heart. But then when we moved here, I had to get a new license. Oh. And I got a new number. I have no idea what it is. Damn. Yeah. Sad story. <laughs> All right. Next question. That's like an All IP right. address for you guys. Next question is from Leon DX. Uh, are you guys the only metalheads or inky ones to listen to metal in the family? If so, how does it feel? Yeah, I am, but my parents listen to, like, I mean, my Metallica, Boston. Her my parents pa- are par- like rockers. Yeah, I my guess. parents like music. Like rock and country. Mm-hmm. My sister likes mostly, like, rap and R&B and that kind of stuff. Um, my other sister likes 
kind of like rock and country type stuff. Um, yeah, for me, my brother and I grew up listening to metal together, so we always had I always had somebody else to bounce metal off of. Metal and hardcore and all, all yeah, that kind Nav- of stuff. Naveen's, music. Naveen's brother was in Animosity. Yeah. So that's cool. And then my dad is a drummer, so he didn't know anything about metal, but he kind of always had a... He could see the... Uh, he could appreciate it, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah, he definitely can appreciate it when he sees it live. Yeah. He's he all, likes he to always... imitate metal vocalists like in true dad form. Oh, yeah. He loves doing all that dad stuff yeah. to me. Chaney. Oh, Chaney. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. God. So he does that a lot. <laughs> yep. But uh, he, like I said, he knows how to play drums. So when he, he- when he heard, when I was showing him metal as a kid, he was pretty blown away by it. But obviously uh, couldn't really wrap his mind around the vocals and all that stuff. Yeah, I think he has, he does have a deep respect for what I do. And he really respects, like, my my lyrics and There's things actually like bands. that. He reads through all of our lyrics and That's like true. listens to it along to the music. And he's always interested in checking out the music that you guys are into. Yeah. It's been like, that we're all into. It's been like that my whole life. And then also, uh, I mean, there's also bands that he actually started listening to on his own. Like ISIS is one. Oh yeah. He really, really liked them a lot. Yeah. Mastodon. He liked them a lot. Mm-hmm. He went and saw them one time without me. Really? Yeah. He went and saw. He got like, in for free because the security guards recognized him. Didn't as he? Go, my dad. He saw Chase play with Continuum without you. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Chase just invited him to the show anyway. Yeah, I mean, anytime, support, anytime that Mark is at one of our shows, I look into the crowd and I see him like two people back. No matter. I mean, we just played the Catalyst in, in Santa Cruz it and it was sold out. out. There were like, like seven hundred or eight hundred people there, and he was right at the front. And I was like, "Why are you standing there? He'll be, be a at, mosh pit. He'll be at that White Chapel show that we're playing too." Yeah. I'm sure he'll be right up front for the music video. Ah, that'd be funny. Immortalized. But he's stoked. He gets yeah. really stoked off of our shows. He's a supporter. He's sure. a hella supporter. Loves animals as leaders. Yeah, he does. Well, he actually, he got accepted to Berkeley. He was going to go to Berkeley. But he uh, decided to become a Hare Krishna instead. Yeah. Which we will talk to him about. <laughs> I know, but if we start digging into that, I mean, that's like, we're going to have to do, we might have to make, it might have to be a two-parter. Or it can just be like a four-hour long podcast. That's true. That would be awesome. But Maybe maybe we'll a break edge. I'm, I'll probably break edge for that podcast. I like to have a nice whiskey with Mark. You're going to break edge? Yeah, your dad makes, he's also a bartender. I mean, that's Jesus true. Christ. He's he's a... He's been kind of slipping though on his bartending He's a dilettante. Lately. He's a dilettante. Well, but Remember he's we were kind like, of a master of all right, we had a Christmas party and we were like, all right, dad, you got to make like a really Christmassy drink for the Yeah, party. we were like, Mark, we're assigning you to Christmas drink duty. Like a candy cane snowflake or something like that. Eggnog. I mean, how many fucking mint? The guy shows up with margarita mix. <laughs> Mar- it's like, dude. He's like, I brought the Christmas drinks. Margaritas. Like, dude. What? No. What are you wrong. Doing? You blew it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next question. What was that question about? If anyone in our family (laughs) listens to metal. But with that being said, our whole families, both of our families are incredibly supportive of us playing music. And they're... And we are really lucky as a result of that. Yeah. I feel they're so down. They're at every show we play. They wear the merch. They're really proud of us. And they listen to the podcast. (coughs) 
our parents uh, and our families are definitely repping. They are repping. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Demoing Life asks, have you two ever had challenges having fun with music or had to relearn how to have fun with music? Uh, not really. Mm. If it's not fun, I don't do it. Yeah, and that's I, really. I, I don't force myself to play music if I don't feel like it. Same. Just, we'll do something else. I mean, there Take are a break. definitely times when music isn't fun. Yeah. And then I won't. I don't push myself. Well, so, to let's be clear here. Sometimes you have to get something done, and it's not fun. Right. Like finishing an album or whatever. That's. I mean, making an album, like just writing it out, it, writing it, and kind of experimenting it and all that. That's the fun part. And then, like finishing it isn't really fun. Yeah, because there are so many aspects of an album that like are kind of painstaking once you get to into the final stages of this needs to be louder than this and we need to turn this part up more. That needs more delay on it. This yeah. needs to be more in the background. And, you know, just going through like all of the kind of like engineering, the reasons that I, I don't want to, why being an engineer is not appealing to me. You do have to go through all of that when it's yeah. for your own record and you really have to analyze all of that stuff. So I think all of the super analytical stuff, though I do like doing it, it can become a little much for me. Yeah, I don't think that's what he what this guy means, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. But true, yeah, I mean, we, it's worth mentioning that we we do have to work at music for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, But just like for me, the part that I find the most fun is writing music. So, and if I, and I don't always want to do it, you know, I don't, I haven't really written anything in, I don't know, probably a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. That's not true, but I have written some things, but I haven't, I haven't been hyper writing mode. Yeah. But, uh, at this point in my life, I just know that it's going to strike at some point and I don't really worry about it. Same. I, if I'm not feeling something, I don't push it because I don't think that I create the stuff I'm the most proud of when I push it out. And I have no desire to just push something out for the sake of it. Yeah. Because I want what I do to be the best thing that I can possibly do at that moment in my life. Um, and I, so yeah, I just don't, if I'm not feeling inspired by something, then I'll go try to find inspiration elsewhere. And I think yeah. that's something that I really enjoy about having other artistic pursuits. Like I like to draw, I like to read, which is, you know, can bring inspiration in its own way. Um, doing all of that stuff, going outside for a walk, just getting your mind off of playing music, watching a movie, just kind of observing the world, I think can create musical inspiration. And it's important to go and find it elsewhere and not just sit at a computer endlessly or sit with your guitar or whatever you're playing endlessly just to push stuff out. Or another, I mean, some tips for trying to be more creative and trying to get stuff done is for me, I make it really easy. So like have your guitar easily accessible. Yeah. Have it plugged in already. Because that'll straight up throw me off. I'm like, oh, I don't really want to grab the cable. I'm over it. <laughs> so <laughs> totally, there's that. Totally. Make it really easy. Um, and then another thing I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Like, you can always do mechanical stuff. Like, 
a lot of the time when I'm playing guitar, I'm just like running through the same thing over and over again. And then eventually it kind of turns into something. Mm -hmm. So let's say you don't have to force out writing. Um, let's say you do want to get an album written, right? You're like, okay, we got to write an album. Then just pick up your guitar and just commit to playing for a little bit each day. And you could play the last riff you wrote. Totally. And I'll just play it over and over again for like an hour. And then sometimes something else comes. Sometimes it doesn't. I'm like, all right, whatever. It's all good. It's also fun to like go through on your guitar and experiment with different tonalities and just yeah. mess around, kind of dink around with stuff. And you can kind of create stuff out of that. Or There's a lot of stuff you can do. Naveen writes in Guitar Pro sometimes. There's no like... A lot of people are against writing in Guitar Pro. You can do that. It doesn't matter how you write stuff. But yeah, I mean, I'd say have fun with it. And uh, if not, don't force yourself. Yeah, whatever. Unless you have to get an album done, then you just got to fucking sit there and do it. <laughs> yeah. Shut the hell up. Yeah. And just tell yourself it beats doing anything else. All right. Uh, next question is from Plaza123. Uh, I was watching True Detective Season 1 and noticed one of the episodes was called Form and Void. And at one point, Rustin mentioned something about chemical flashbacks. Got me wondering if you guys are watching that show while naming things on the Primal EP. They're on to us. Uh, Damn. Yeah, actually, I picked out those names. Yeah. They just stuck out at me as sounding cool. And uh, I don't think it has anything to do with the lyrics. but No, it does. I, I, oh, really? Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, True Detective does not. Oh, yeah, no. De yeah, True yeah. Detective does not have anything to do with the lyrics, but those were... we were. Watching I have, like, True a Detective list in my phone, and when I hear words that just sound cool, I'll write them down as, like, a song title. Yeah, and a lot, of, a lot of the time when I'm naming stuff, I'll go through Naveen's list. I have a running list as well, yeah. but I'll go through your list. <clears throat> I think those were the last two songs that you named. Maybe Neural... Did you name Neural Damage? I think so. That's it. You, see, you can kind of tell what Naveen's titles are if you start to analyze. They're just, someone will just say something and I'll be like, oh, yeah. that sounds cool. And uh -huh. I'll write it down. And actually Primal was named um, Primal because Frank made a status about how he was going to name an album. Primal Savagery. Primal Savagery. And I was like, why don't we just name the album Primal, uh, the EP Primal? And he was stoked <laughs> on that. So that's what we did. It's kind of funny that it's called Primal. Does that have anything to do with it? I think that... I'm trying to think of like the state of mind we're in. And I haven't thought about Primal for a long time. Like I could think this that be it was, because um, it's like new? I think that it was like because it was from our like Primal. Because we were like doing metal. You guys yeah. were doing metal. And we were like, it's a Primal metal record. Yeah. That's we're how we were looking at it. Out. We weren't really thinking about it. Honestly, That's we put that really EP out like two months after we decided we were going to do music and yeah. people just listened to it. And it's crazy because people still talk to me about it. But it's not like when I'm thinking. To me, of, it's like a demo. It's a demo. Yeah. Yeah. It's a demo. We've even rewritten the one song that we still play off of it. I don't think you will ever probably see us play Form and Void. Never, hey, never, never know, say man. never, never, never say Ten never. Ten year primal yeah. anniversary. Let's go. Play we have thing. like kind of gone back and forth with rewriting the whole EP reworking and it. reworking it and re-releasing it because we're out of 
uh, physical copies for it. And I don't want to reprint the same physical copies. So I want to do something special. So we have gone back and forth with re-recording. And, but it's kind of like we always decide to write new music instead. I know. I'm like, that would be just, seems that would take more appealing. just as much work as writing something new. Might right. as well just do that. We do have the new, the new chemical almost all the way done. I love the new chemical. We did Me a little too. chemical kind of rework yeah. and we play it live. We've been playing it live and it fucking goes over great. Yeah, I love playing that live. But uh, yep, we were watching True Detective and that is what, where we got those names from. He's on to us. Yep. Someone finally figured it Someone out. Someone figured it out. All right. Uh, next one's from Burning the Hive. Who rips the gnarliest farts in the van? Um, actually, you know, it's weird. I don't think anybody farts. Is I think, so this has been a thing since the beginning. I think because I'm in the band, no one, none of the men are willing to fart around me. Yeah. I think everybody just holds it in or does it (laughs) SBD. Yeah. Or everyone's just really like kind. Yeah. That's not, it sounds weird, but no. Yeah. yeah. It's not a thing. We probably have the best smelling van on the tour. Yeah, we do. For sure. All Everybody the time. is pretty clean in our camp. We also have usually, even though our van is not usually tidy, we a lot of the times have the tidiest vehicle. Yeah. It's not that tidy. Yeah, it's not that tidy, <laughs> but we don't really eat fast food or do anything like that. So No, we don't. And so everybody's like, kind of aware of clean. Like Rob will be like, oh, we got to fucking get the trash out of here. Yeah, man. everyone likes to clean. We're kind of all clean people. I mean, yeah. the people in our band like to like smell good and yeah. me and Rob are obsessed with Dove body spray. So we spray that on ourselves all the time and it's so just, it's not, our, it's not our thing to be smelly. Which I quite enjoy at this point in my life. Yeah. If it was like a f- traveling fart circus, I'd be like, we're just not that kind it. of band. Yeah. We're not the kind of band that is going to do like pranks and like <clears throat> Yeah, I actually have a little hack, which I get kind of, (laughs) I get made fun of sometimes for it, Uh, that I'll, when we, when I take a shower at Planet Fitness on tour, I'll wash the underwear that I'm wearing in the shower, like with hand soap, Yeah, and then I'll hang them off the bunk. So I always have a clean pair of underwear the next day. Yeah. But I'll hang them like down Two underneath the bunk and it's marshall's face yeah <laughs> literally like marshall was like swinging in front of marshall was like sick on tour <laughs> he had a cough and he was like in his little bunk and just sleeping next to naveen's underwear every single minute of being sick like coughing into your underwear but they're clean uh, you yeah, know I they guess. are clean but they're they're damp. still your chonies they're damp but they are clean they are damp um, for a good hyg- hygienic reason. Yeah, but oh, but then I figured out some people. I figured out no, I did actually. I did change the game a little bit because I can hang them on that shade that's on the bunk. All right. So I right. started doing that. Yeah, but overall, I mean, you guys can watch our bus invaders. We're not. It's not like a trashy. I've been in vans. It's messy, but I've it's been not. in people's vans where it's like I am not even stepping foot into yeah. there because Horrified. there's hamburgers on the ground like strewn about 20 day old chicken nuggies chicken nuggies from fucking mcdonald's and shit it's no, like we're not doing it i'm not, not doing it. we're we're kind of we're kind of clean we're kind of clean we're kind of clean i'd say if, for a touring band we're 
quite clean. We have a vacuum with us. Our floor is made out of wood, so we can just uh, sweep it up. Sweep it. Yep. Um, I have a broom. I just go through and sweep the van. And notoriously, like Travis used to say that he found himself being a tad bit cleaner because there was a woman in the band. Because there was a woman around him all the time. So he's... So nobody's farting. No, 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 no one does gross that. stuff. No, no one that. actually does anything gross in our. People barely drink in our band. I mean, we do drink. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but it's not like. No one's like There's gnarly. Of, yeah, it's not. No one's gnarly. Full on, uh, debauchery. Yeah, or, no. We're if you're doing um. If you're like looking observing an '80s hair metal band, we're kind of the opposite of that. No, yeah, we're like that. And I feel like on the next, I, I feel like it's going to just get more and more tidy. Yeah. Over time. Peaceful and clean. Yeah. That's, that's what I just want. just how we are. We do like to smoke weed, but. Not me. Well, me and, me and Rob. Yep. Anyways. All right. Next up. Double Plates asks, what is your favorite and least favorite thing about going on tour? Well, my favorite thing is playing shows and meeting people. Yeah. And meet whether it be the other bands or the people that we meet on tour. That's definitely one hundred percent the most, the best part. I can tell you right now, my least favorite thing, like one hundred percent. Yeah, and it's not getting good sleep. That's definitely it. That's almost the only thing I. Don't and that like. is, no matter what kind of touring vehicle I am in, because sleeping in a van, like Naveen and I sleep in a bed in a van. I'm pretty short, so I fit on it nicely. And it's just like being in a vehicle, sleeping, no matter what. On bandwagons, you get like smashed into the ceiling. Everything, you're in a vehicle. On buses, you're in a vehicle. It's sleeping in a... Yeah. <clears throat> so it's like... Yeah, that's the worst part. That's the worst part. Sometimes, I mean. Some nights we stay at hotels and get good sleep. But even then, it's like you have... There's a... There's something that happens to me when I have to wake up at a certain time that I just can't sleep as well. So even like on tour, there's a time you have to be out. And yeah. so that's one for me. The other thing is not having clean clothes, readily available clean well, clothes. Well, if you did the Naveen tactic, you'd have clean clothes every day. Yeah, I'm not really willing to <laughs> wash my entire wardrobe every <laughs> single night and hang it by Marshall's head. Yeah, I know. I just do the underwear, yeah, by the way. I don't sure. do anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a lot of people, it's hard because they have to miss their loved ones and everything. But I find that part to be... I go on tour with Chaney, so that's yeah. the only person that... I miss I my cats, but that's not like, you know... When I'm on tour, sometimes I totally forget that we have cats. Me too. Sometimes I forget I have a home. I'm like, oh, we have a house. Yeah, I know. But this isn't my life. That's weird. I don't just exist waking up in Panera every day. Yeah. So yeah, that's weird, and I, I it's probably really tough for people who haven't really done it before mm-hmm. because they're used to a certain level of... Co- I mean, if you really like being comfortable, then tours... Tour is not for you. You're rarely comfortable. If you see me on tour, unless it's the first day, I am exhausted. Yeah, hot. You can It can be 100% <clears throat> guaranteed. So if you want to see me not exhausted, come in to the Whitechapel show in Knoxville because yeah. I'm fine. You're hot. You're not, even though you, you get to take showers and stuff, you're still not really clean very often. No. And then you're tired because you can't freaking sleep ever. You're but shopping in gas stations. 
Yeah. Sometimes Walmart's. We go to Walmart quite a bit. But we, <clears throat> do, we shower. I, I we could do a little fitness. bit better, though, to prioritize like sleeping and resting and stuff. Yeah, totally. For That's sure. the worst part. Yeah. It's probably the only bad part. Totally. Everything else is pretty tight. I mean, touring is mostly kind of like being in a vehicle mm. and driving everywhere. And you're in a town for maybe five hours, six hours. Well, I guess <clears throat> eight, well, ten hours. So that'd be a long time to be in a town. We get to a venue at three o'clock. We're there until one or two. Yeah. Ten, eleven hours. You're kind of like a ghost. That's the weird part about tour too. You're a ghost. And then especially when the when if you go on tour and then it's kinda at the end of one season Mm -hmm. into another and you start seeing like for example, if you're on tour like through Halloween through uh Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, you know, it's like you see how people doing Halloween stuff and you're just this weird nomad. Totally. And then people have Thanksgiving. I've been on tour for Thanksgiving a couple times. Yeah, me yeah. too. We had Thanksgiving. We did Thanksgiving in Europe. And we did Thanksgiving in Ohio in our band. Oh, right. And we animals did that one Thanksgiving on tour. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you you I just did. miss stuff. Uh, that's actually another bad part about touring is that we miss so much stuff like Naveen's family all went to Florida together earlier this year we couldn't go you we can't make it back home as much as you know we'd like to you sacrifice a lot of stuff to go on tour I mean you sacrifice existing like kind of normally as a person at home who can attend everything and be there all the time but who wants to do that anyway yeah at the same time Whatever. Yeah, whatever. I love touring. I mean, I'm just, I feel like some people are born for it and some people aren't. And we just happen to be born for it. That's true. That's true. Born different. I wonder how many tours I've done. I'm going to guess like 50. That is one of the questions, actually. Do you have a count of how many shows you've played? (laughs) No. Well, actually, when we were at Travis's wedding, he told us that we, Entheos, with Travis, played 200 shows together. Yeah. So... Travis was in the band for three years. The band has been a band for eight years. So we've played hundreds and hundreds of shows. I've definitely played a thousand shows. I mean, that's got to be a thousand. I think you've played way more than a thousand. I've probably played. There you go. A thousand. It'd be cool to know. It'd be um, near impossible to find out. But Yeah, there's always a forgotten one. I don't know. Because I feel like one time I added up the tours that I had done, like when I first joined Animals, and it was already like pushing 30. So now I've probably done like 50 or maybe more. Yeah. Tons of shows. If I've done 50 tours, there are 30 shows a tour. That's 1,500 shows. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's a lot. A lot of fucking shows. I don't know. I've probably played a lot of shit. Yeah, I don't know. We've played I would say it's between 1,000 and 1,500. That's just my guess. For sure. That's a lot of tours. It's <laughs> a lot of driving. Oh, man. That's a more important question. How many hours have I spent, spent, have I spent, how many hours of my life have I spent driving? That's, oh my God. That's horrific. 
That'd be sad to see. It would be really sad. It's tens of thousands. So I'm a master at driving. Just in the last uh, two months, we've driven to Detroit, 16 hours, to Texas. That was like 25 hours. 25 right? hours altogether. And we're going to Des Moines. And That's we drove, we drove to Des Moines over the summer, over like late summer. Yeah, so we're talking like 75 hours in the last couple of months. And I used to drive <sighs> for work. We went to Knoxville. Oh, my God. I went to Knoxville. All right, next question. <laughs> All right, uh, nice seasonal question from Lizzie. What's your favorite and least favorite Thanksgiving food? My favorite Thanksgiving food is a Des Moines delicacy. I think they have it also in the South, and it's called... What is it, Naveen? Corn casserole. It's corn casserole, baby. That's my favorite. And my mom's making it, and I can't wait. I don't know what least favorite would mean, because there's all sorts. I don't know. Least favorite? Turkey is gross. Yeah, turkey is pretty gross. Yeah, I don't fuck with... I mean, I don't even eat meat in the first place right now in my life. Even when I did, I didn't really like it. But even when I did, I thought turkey was shit. But it's probably just because it's not made the right way. You know, there's like... Deep fried smoked turkey is probably good, but just the normal oven baked turkey, just no. Not your thing. No. Uh, my favorite things. I don't know. I we always had non traditional Thanksgiving food around my house. So, like what? I'd be like, oh, my favorite's tofu pie. <laughs> oh yeah, tofu pie. <laughs> um, I like mashed potatoes. It's probably my favorite thing. You know, I was looking through the mashed what people are making at my family's one. I don't know if anyone's making mashed potatoes. Dude, mashed potatoes and gravy? Yeah, Come on. That's the I best know. thing. That's probably my favorite. Mom, I know How you're listening. That? Let's get the cracking. That's the best thing. <laughs> I love that. All right, next. Uh, Jake Scrap. Wait, uh, but what you need on everything is cranberry sauce. Naveen makes homemade, homemade cranberry sauce. And you know None how I learned jarred how, sh- or you know how I learned shit. how to make that cranberry sauce? How? When I was a kid, I used to listen to Love Line all the time. And Adam <laughs> Carolla would like go off about you have to make your own cranberry sauce. Yeah. And he would say mm-hmm. how to make it. And that's how I learned how to make it. It's just cranberries and water and sugar. You have and you to just make boil it, this it way. and you keep stirring it. And eventually it just turns into this wonderful cranberry sauce. Don't cheap out on this. It's cheap. That's the well, thing. But it's I'm like saying, two bucks don't for like, like a huge pot of it. Don't cheat yourself on this. Yeah. Don't get crappy canned jelly gross cranberry sauce. Are we going to make cranberry sauce? Well, yeah. Okay. My mom's getting it for us. Awesome. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Love you. Um, <laughs> least favorite thing? I I don't know. I'd have to name. Like, what are some What are some Thanksgiving foods? Green bean. <clears throat> sweet potatoes. Pumpkin pie. I mean, I like all these things. You know what I'm not really into uh, that they have in the Midwest? Um, like fluffs. They like to do fluffs. <laughs> There's this really bad marshmallow fluff. I was yeah, telling you about I, I this the know, other day. Marshmallow <laughs> fluff is like my least favorite food on the planet. But it's because it has marshmallows in it. So I've never had perhaps it. a different kind of fluff I may enjoy. I'll see you on Thursday because there's bound to be some at my family's. Some fluffs? <laughs> there's going to be a fluff. I can guarantee it. Just just you wait. I think it's also traditionally made with Cool Whip, which I'm not a huge fan of. I love of. Cool Whip. No, no, no. Cool I Whip's like, so good. Did you grow up with Cool Whip? 
Uh, actually, I, we did have Cool oh, Whip wow. in the house. Okay, if you can believe <laughs> You had Cool Whip in the house. We had Cool Whip in the house. I'm not a huge Cool Whip oh, See, my guy. mom's weird. I'm more There's of certain a cream. stuff that, like, cause my mom... You know, we were like vegetarian and like yeah. basically healthy, but there right. was some stuff that slipped in there. And like cool, my mom's cool got her things. One, dude, she totally does. Cool Whip, cool whip is one was of them. one of them. She used to love Cool Whip. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I like regular heavy whipping cream whipped. Of course. That's. Of course. That's so I might best. have to make some of that because I don't really want to eat my pumpkin pie with Cool Whip. I've pumpkin gone, pie, I've you gone have kind to. of. I've grown kind of snobby. When I go back to Iowa, my family's probably like, what happened to her? She likes uh, heavy whipping cream now yeah. instead of Cool Whip. She likes real butter instead of Wait, country Wait, for the pumpkin pie, they don't bust out the can stuff? Ready Whip? Probably. That's, what you That's probably true. They probably pie. do use that. Yeah. See, I'm look at me. Stereotyping my own people. Yeah. Do you remember the Iowa chat pack your mom bought for me? We can't forget it. We can't forget it. Naveen's mom bought it. me this little card pack that's to chat about things from Iowa. How are we going to not forget that? Because I know we're going to forget uh, it. It's in there. We'll figure it out. After <laughs> Fuck, I'm really worried that we're going to forget it. Me too. All right, Harrison, next question. Uh, yeah, Jake Scrapfile asks, uh, this past weekend we played a show without a guitar player, used backing tracks. How would you feel about a Cheney Naveen only live performance if your regular guitarists weren't available last minute, but it was a big opportunity? We probably wouldn't do it. We probably wouldn't <clears throat> do it. Yeah, probably wouldn't. That's, I mean. Depending on what it was. And how close we were to being there. You know what I mean? Like, we're, <laughs> are we at the show and everyone yeah, just has yeah. diarrhea and can't yeah. go onto the stage? Then we're going to play that it. what happens? <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't really agree. Oh, I don't like that I just said that word. We're going to bleep that out. No, we're not. <laughs> we're going to bleep. I don't, that's not that really what I want work. to be known for. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm quite embarrassed. I just said that. Okay. What? Well, what else? If every, happen? if anyone had the flu, there we go. Stomach flu, I, diarrhea. I don't want to be known for that word. Um, if anyone had the flu and it was last minute and we were opening for say Metallica. I'd be really bummed. I'd, <laughs> I'd be like, get the fuck out there. Just take some Pepno B. I might. Yeah, pep no, <laughs> pep no bullshit is what you need to take and get the fuck out there. Honestly, yeah. Rob, I'm pretty convinced Rob would play even if he had the flu. I don't think he would get the flu. I don't think Rob would get the flu. I don't think he can get sick. I don't think he can either. He's the, he takes airborne. <laughs> that was his. That was his whole like, thing. Man, he was saying he's like, I've been hit. He said he's hitting. He was hitting like airborne's for weeks before the tour, and that's why he didn't get sick. But uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not going to. I don't know. Let, think of it if you were a fan and a band that you really liked. They could. Your options were they don't play or they play with a drummer and a vocalist. I'd want them to play. I'd probably want them to play, but it would be not as cool. It would be not as cool, but it would also be a story to tell in the future. So it'd be like, remember that show. And another thing is people in the crowd... They appreciate when you make the effort to play no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just... Like we've... I mean, we've been compromised like we are, always are pretty much. For alive. sure. I actually think that it's interesting though to see a band when it's like that because then you, you're reminded, oh yeah, this is a real band. Yeah. Because you can sit at home and listen to the albums played perfectly. But part of what's so great about a live show is that you're constantly on the edge of your seat. Like what could go wrong? Yeah. What's going to happen? And when the guitar players don't show up, I mean, there's little, <laughs> else, the, little else that can go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. 
Yep. I mean, but, why not? Why not? I mean, I don't. I don't have a problem with it, but I, I'd probably for us, we'd just. Say I'm not wholly play. against it. Right. We wouldn't cancel if we were on tour and had to do it. No. But we wouldn't schedule a show knowing that we weren't going to have a yeah, band. Totally. Bravo. Good answer. There we go. Bada bing. All right. Next up is from Heaven's Mess. Were there any other career plans you thought of pursuing during your young childhood? Was college one of the paths you wanted to take or no? I went to college. I uh, have always enjoyed writing. And I wanted to be a writer. And I still want to be a writer. I still like to write. Well, you are a writer. Yeah, I write. I mean, so I pretty much ended up in the career that I always wanted to do. I've always written poetry and that was, but I I never have thought of anything like actively as being a career path other than music. I honestly didn't even think, I'm, I'm very not career minded. So yeah, exactly. It's I didn't even think of music as being a career. I just figured I'd do whatever just to get by, so I could uh, do what I want on my free time. Yeah, it's I. That's really how I am too. It's like I've never been like, oh, music is my career, but it's definitely what I do, and it's what I prioritize in my time. And I honestly still don't. We still operate like that. Yeah, we operate like, oh, it's cool. Music is. We we play music and luckily it's sort of working out for us to a point that we can do that and dedicate a lot of our time to that. And that's just it. Yeah, but career, I mean, I had a pretty good career uh, when we lived out in California. Mm-hmm. And that was working in people's homes, installing like shades and stuff. So I like doing that kind of stuff and I would do that more. That's probably what I would be doing. I mean, I do it. I do it very rarely now. I used to do it every day, and now I do it like I don't know once every couple months. So yeah, that kind of stuff: construction, building stuff, using hand, using tools. Yeah, it's fun. I like that. I mean, <laughs> but I, as soon as you get paid to do something, it's just not that fun anymore. It's true. So it just makes it different. It does changes the dynamic, um, especially if it's like in a p- way that you have other people dictating what you're doing. Like if it's no not like people. if you don't have like creative freedom, then it gets a little uh it's not as fun. Yeah, it's not as fun. But yeah, I think that I personally have always kind of gone in the like writing career path. I was the one of the editors of my high school paper. I, I wish we had one of those to read on the podcast. Actually, I think we do. I think we do. Let's pull one of those up at some point. Yeah, we can. I did a lot of metal music reviews. I mean, I've always been obsessed with metal since I was a kid, so. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, I wonder. (laughs) Straight up, dude. All right, next. All right, next up is from, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Kitterin? He's from Iceland, apparently. Uh, What's your favorite European metal band right now? Favorite European metal band's always going to be Frederick Thordendahl's special defects. Shane, you can't you, you can't say that for every answer. But for my favorite Euro band, it's not oh really okay, band. here's let's, who it let's is. Let's do it's, an active it's the band. The Ocean. Okay. The Ocean is my favorite European band. Uh, I'm probably gonna actually like a lot of European bands. Probably Wormed. Oh, I forgot they're from there. Yeah. I, I can't remember. I actually I do like, like a lot of European bands. Surreption. We both love Surreption. Yeah, Surreption's awesome. Um, trying to think. 
I love, I don't know, there are a lot of bands. Kind of like most metal bands are from Europe. Yeah. Well, it's a different style. Europe has a different style of metal. Yeah. But a lot of really good death metal bands are from Europe, especially right now. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, The Ocean is the first one that comes to mind, so let's roll with that. Yeah, I'd probably go with Wormed or uh, <coughs> Putridity. Pretty crazy. Sick. From... Yeah, I don't know where they're from, but I know they're from they're from Europe somewhere. Sorry, that's kind of a dud on those answers. Uh, Gumbo Danny asks, uh, I remember that you guys say that you always take care of the van, so I have to ask if there's a horror story that made it a priority, or has it just always been something you guys It wasn't the last trip, dude. Uh, we usually get, I usually get the van looked over before every run, and this time I didn't do that. And we were having a really bad uh, piston misfire. And <clears throat> it started off kind of like not that big of a deal. But then we were in the like in the middle of a really long drive. And this van was like shaking and all kinds of crazy stuff. And then we took it to a... You, now, th- at this point, that's, the, that's, the, that's where you don't want to be. Where you're on tour and your van's messing up and... you're just going to random whoever because most of the time when you want to get your van fixed they need to make an appointment and they can't just do it whenever so Mm -hmm. the guy who's can do it whenever is usually spooky that's true we went to a guy's house for that yeah so i'm just calling places and we're you know i don't even know where we're some small town in the middle of a long drive and uh the guy fixed it and then we get down the road and it's just doing the same thing really bad and i'm like oh god we paid right. him like 200 dollars. yeah we paid him it was actually cheap we, we paid him but then i w- i made the call i was like well we have to just make it there and the van's all crazy shaking and stuff and yeah. i was just like oh my god and then <laughs> i take it to the place next door because we got a hotel we've purpose purpose purposely got a hotel with a mechanic next door i take it to the mechanic i drop it off i'm like yeah you know it's doing this crazy thing i had a guy fix it it didn't work he calls me up and he's like yeah the guy just didn't screw something back on like that's it so it's fine it's fixed and uh so yeah little stuff like that that's could have been so easily avoided if i had just taken it in before tour yeah i mean you know, it's always kind of customary to get your van checked out, especially when you go for such long drives like we do. You go through a bunch of different terrains. So it's just so pretty w- important to make that a priority. But that And also on Archspire, the AC. Yeah. So yeah, like have them check the AC that it works. Piston misfires are pretty common. So I don't know what goes into checking that out, but check it out. Um, that's yeah. what, that's what, that's what, those are the problems that we've had on the road. Yep. That's why. All right. Well, that's pretty much all the questions. We do have caller. Caller? Caller? Yeah. I don't know if he's ready, but we can give it a go. Okay. All right. Let's try it out. Really? We should let caller on again? All right. Let's <laughs> on. Well, how yeah. long have we been doing the podcast? 
55 minutes. Okay. Okay. We'll have caller on. Right. I was ready. You got lucky. Oh, oh there he is. Caller. What's up? Hello. What's up, dude? Happy holidays. <laughs> are you celebrating Thanksgiving or are you? Well, I'm Canadian, so I did this oh. once ago. Bada bang. There we go. Yeah. Wait. Uh, oh, yeah. Can Canada has like a different day, right? Uh, Where you guys it, do something yeah, similar? Yeah. I, th- I think it's in September, I think. So it's not as big of a deal. Yeah, obviously, because <laughs> I would be able to name exactly when Thanksgiving. It's not ends. as big of a deal at all, and like, there's a lot of people that celebrate American Thanksgiving in Canada, especially where I'm at. I'm really close to a border. Oh yeah. Okay. So we get a lot of fall over and just yeah. Well, Which I mean, cool. to me, it's like the thing about Thanksgiving and why I like to celebrate the day specifically is because it's it's a really good family familial holiday where no one has to feel the pressure of spending a shitload of money to be there and give everyone gifts. Yeah. It's all about good food. Yeah, exactly. It's about, you know, everyone's kind of bringing their dish. Yeah. Poutine. We usually have poutine a lot. And, uh, really? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, whoa, that's a new one. Actually, one time we were in, uh, the UK for Thanksgiving. Yeah, we were. And they didn't. Which really has do nothing to do with poutine. But there was a. Well, just speaking about being in other countries. Oh, yeah. And there was a bar that was actually doing like Thanksgiving food for like Americans. Yeah, they're like an American bar. But there were only four Americans, or our band, and then one other American on that tour. So. But there was Americans in the bar. We were in England. There's actually a. We were in London. There's a picture of us from that night. But yeah. So well, what's going on in your world, caller? Uh, well, I missed the pod last week cause I was knocked out sick in bed with, I think the flu, some kind of, uh, it wasn't COVID, but it's not funny that you have to say that now. Dude, I think that kind of thing's going around. I've heard of a couple yeah, of people just having the flu. It, I didn't have any of those kind of symptoms, but like a bunch of other people I knew and weeks prior people were having the same symptoms and just, yeah, I was just totally knocked out. I, I knew I was sick on Monday, and then Tuesday, literally didn't get out of bed. It really sucked. Damn. You're feeling better now, though? <clears throat> yeah, I took all last week, but I'm good now. That's what's up. So wait, why couldn't you listen to the podcast if you were sick? Yeah, I know. That's you should have listened. To, to we're listen we're, to just, we're like chicken soup okay. for the Canadian soul. <laughs> <laughs> I could, you should have just, just slurped even... some of us down. And Jeff Menig. I was, out. I was just out the whole time. I was completely knocked out. <laughs> or you out, were like, oot. Knocked out. <laughs> Knocked out, buddy. <laughs> Knocked out, buddy. <laughs> and uh, all the snow melted here today. Oh, no. So God, really stop. Like winter. I yeah. didn't even, I forgot that there's snow. Yeah, you guys, you can get snow there. You can yeah, get we got snow, snow last year, but I mean, Canada. It only lasts for like a week and then it melts. Canada, you guys, like some places up there, they're experiencing snow. Most of the year. Yeah, I'm not. I'm in Ontario, so it's like the okay. least uh, severe of all the places. Upper Ontario can get pretty damn bad, too. But um, we get snow like you would get in Michigan, essentially. Oh, that's what I get. Yeah. No, thanks. <clears throat> that sucks, man. I'm so, sorry. I mean, it's it's pretty bad, I guess, to most people. But like I'm definitely used to it. And it's not as bad as all of Canada or the rest of Canada. Yeah. So it's, I, I say it's pretty easy going, actually. But yeah. That's chill. All right. Cool. Well, anything else you want to fill us in on or? Uh, got any I big mean, news? Yeah, I got, I, uh, I booked my first real tattoo today. 
Damn, first tattoo. Okay, what are you going to get? tattoo virgin. Well, okay, so I have a stick and poke, but I don't consider that like a... It's just... I don't, yeah, it was not a real tat. What's your stick it's and poke? Like, oh, it's a huge... It's just... I won't tell you what it is because it gets misconstrued, but... No, uh, let's, let's no, hear, let's what it, hear is. it. What yeah. is it, dude? Okay. okay. Well, I got to tell you what... Let me tell you what it is first because every is time I... Is it a I swastika? Tell, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, because you're making it sound like it is. Everybody <laughs> went, went there. So, you know, the, you know the okay symbol with the hand slash emoji? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That is on a sign at this restaurant in Michigan where we would go get sandwiches, fresh sandwiches made. Because it's like an Italian deli. Okay. Okay. So okay. Next to the guy's face is him doing the okay sign. Got it. Uh, and got it. so like four or five dudes, we all have this on different spots. Got it. But um, then but then the world <clears throat> went through that time when it was like. Yeah, exactly. What does that mean? It's like right yeah. wing. But that's what actually that, like no, a What joke. does that mean, Harrison? <laughs> what? Well, people were making this sign. Oh, and you it would was, punch them? No, it's no, like. Well, that was the thing too. Yeah, well, I think it's like a right wing extremist. I know, but I th- I'm pretty sure that originated from like 4chan, and they just like made it up. They're like, we're gonna say yeah, that yeah, this yeah. is right wing, but it really had nothing to do with it. Oh, uh, I, I think they recovered, and it's okay to use the symbol now, still. But okay. it's a meme. Um, yeah, yeah, luckily but, memes kind of yeah, come and they go. Come and go. Yeah, I have a stick and poke. Where Where is yours on your thigh? Like wherever everybody else no, is. No, it's on my my back right shoulder. Okay. Yeah, I got. I have a stick and poke on my thigh. It says brutal. That's true. <laughs> That's pretty brutal. Here, I'll show it to the camera right now. I'm watching. Brute. Don't you have another oh, stick yeah. and poke? <laughs> Isn't the one on your a foot a stick and poke? No, that's a real poke. Oh, damn. So that exact spot's where I'm going to get the real one. What are you getting? Okay. Uh, So it's a, a portion of an album cover. It's a band a called Royal, Royal Kodo. Okay, I, I think know. I've heard of that. It's band. like a, it's like a, a realistic human hand with a, a flame above it. Oh, Very sick! Cool. I like yeah, that. I like that uh, symbol. Sim- symbolism. There we go. Right, symbolic. People are already giving me shit about it because like, they say the, the flame looks like the Tinder icon. I'm like, <laughs> oh damn! Here we go again. Here we go again. Here we go again. He's got no good tattoo ideas. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that's it's a hand stuff. holding the Tinder sign. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Because like, I really love the you app. really, really love Tinder. <laughs> wow. Yeah, big Tinder guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there are like Tinder fans out there. You know what I mean? Like, I guarantee it. Guarantee it. I guarantee it. All right. Well, that's pretty cool. That's cool. When's that going big down? Big news. Uh well I'm gonna be on a waiting list so I don't really know. Uh, yeah. Oh damn. Well if you're on a waiting up. list I would hope that like the person can freak, oh, actually, freak the flame say, so they, it's not like Tinder esque. They did say it was um it was it's in March next year March 2023. <laughs> damn you're going actually. for someone who's highly sought after. Guess so they were recommended to me they're local to me so like local to my area so uh, tattoo artists man they're yeah. booked up it's crazy yeah they love being booked. There's nothing a tattoo artist loves more. Th- these are the reasons why I don't really have tattoos. Because one, they're expensive. Two, you gotta wait. Like, I'm not gonna want the tattoo after a year, straight up. That's what <laughs> happened last time, and then I. Uh, That's never what happened through. to him. <laughs> yeah. See. Wait. What was, like, the, what if, was the last one? I just one? get it, and then it's there, and then I don't think about it again. Totally. But if I if I just sit there and well, think about it for a year, like I'm gonna be like, oh, I don't know. What if I? It was. I went on a waiting list, and then 
the waiting list was too long and i never it was for the same tattoo though but i never like i never actually got onto the waiting list that um, time mm-hmm. it was like i could only get on the waiting list if a bunch of people canceled so he was on the wait so, list for the wait list yeah pretty much yeah stand it, by it was, it, she wasn't taking uh requests then but yeah that's amazing i wish i should have been a tattoo artist man. i know we I'd all be should rich. have been tattoo artists <laughs> how come yeah, every single tattoo artist like yeah. without fail is booked for until march <laughs> every single one you can just like I can go and look up Nashville tattoo artists and go to the bottom of the barrel and they're going to be booked up. Well, what about your finger tattoos? Didn't you get those done pretty quick? Yeah, but it was because she, someone canceled, okay. luckily. Otherwise, yeah. it was going to take a few months. Yeah. And that's in Gallatin, <sighs> Tennessee. Has you even heard of that? No one's heard of Gallatin, Tennessee, yeah. for sure. It's Except nice. for everyone in Tennessee. Yeah, besides <laughs> us, obviously. <laughs> All right. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Congrats yeah. on that. Oh, one other <laughs> thing. We'll, we'll make it quick. Is I guess my package got uh, stuck at Canadian. Uh, we have it. Oh, you know what we happened? Back to you guys. Yeah, we you know what it. happened? Did you email me? No, you emailed okay. me. T- I saw. I saw. Oh, email I emailed today you today. Said it was going. Yeah, uh, Canadian bastards. No, you know what happened is that <laughs> I so now this episode is getting this, flagged. This on has YouTube. never been a problem before. Canada, Canadian customs. It's because I described the product or like the thing in the box as merch instead of a t-shirt or a hoodie, oh, whatever you ordered. I've, so I've I've definitely had other uh, places market as merch. Yeah, like just general merch. I know, and all of a sudden I had oh. like four Canadian. Not anymore. Four or five yeah. Canadian packages that I got back today. Mm-hmm. That it was all because yeah. of that. So <clears throat> it's back out in the I mail, think- man. I'm sorry that took so long. Oh, don't apologize. It's Wait, so you, we it got yeah reshipped. Yep. This Every, episode yeah, might get what, t- taken off of YouTube now because I said that. Seriously. Because really? I, I, I got, that was my um, status that got removed from Facebook. Oh, you got a status removed? Yeah, I got flagged. Wow. Warned. I got a warning. That's incredible. You know what? Good it, job. It was because I said, I'll just say it, whatever. I said, we're coming to play for you Canadian fuckers. <laughs> and they, fuckers and they, in this case was endearing i know and i'm like <laughs> they said it was like hate speech i actually genuinely like i was Canada. like are you kidding me uh, this is metal speech yeah i love i like playing canada it's hella fun and canada like fully legalized weed so i can walk into a store in any city in canada and buy weed yeah. <clears throat> so. so i'm a fan of getting in Right. And then when we leave the country, we always get searched <laughs> by the U.S. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> Not it's, good. Uh, I heard a lot of horror stories for bands trying to get into play in uh, my town back when we don't really have any venues. So everything there isn't really shows around here. But oh, yeah, it used to be quite uh, even just any, you know, getting into Canada in general is just insane. Yeah, it's just kind of hard to get over the border. I mean, once you do it, though. They sometimes just, it's sometimes easy, sometimes they, it's not. They pick, they pick fights on you, on the on the artist, though, sometimes. Like, I've yeah. heard a lot of horror stories. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they'll give you a hard time, for sure. The last couple times has been really smooth. They really us. have, yeah. Canada's been good yeah, to it us. It was worse getting into the States. Yeah. Even though we live here. I'm like, well, listen, you bastard. Yep. What are you going to do? Send me now back to Canada? Now you've called several countries bastards, so I think we're... <laughs> This episode is getting taken off the Eight air. Eight speech. <laughs> exclusive. We got the exclusive. For the record, here. we love 
all the bastards and all the fuckers. Yeah, we love Canada. And we love Canada. <laughs> all right, dude. It's good to talk to you again. Yeah, Caller. good talking to you, we'll man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Have I'm a good. We'll rest be talking to you way before you get that tattoo. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I'll be here before that happens. We'll be sure. there for you when you cancel the tattoo appointment because right. it's taking too <laughs> when long. I inevitably can't make it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, man. All right. See you. All right, see y'all. How come only one person is willing to call it? Because and he's, he's got and he will call in every week. He like, doesn't give a fuck. He's the bravest fucking person. What the hell? He's the brave one. I don't know. Jake I mean, to be fair, time. I probably wouldn't call in to anybody's show. <laughs> Me either. <So. laughs> all right. Well, I think that as long as we have him, <clears throat> that's all we need in this world. Caller. What's his actual name? I I know because I can, <laughs> if I emailed him today, uh, I can wheedle it down to. He definitely well, told us his name. When his name in like the chat and stuff is unactive member, which is completely not true yeah that's funny though most active members should be his name. he should change his name to caller <laughs> legally caller. change his name <laughs> yeah <laughs> caller well i'm gonna whittle it down but i'm still not gonna reveal that i know his name because i feel like that's a part of the mystique and he's caller all right well that theme song's coming up so you know that it's the end of the show <laughs> All right, have a good week, everyone. Uh, if you're celebrating, have a good one. If you're not, also have a good one. We love all of you. And we're on next week with uh, Mark from Kardashev. That's right. So we'll be seeing you guys. Rock on. Peace. <laughs>